So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. <laughs> I don't know, like, touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. What's up? This is Jason, Biggie, Black Black. What's good? Um, so Monday's episode dropped, and I blew it and forgot to upload the or enable the fucking RSS feed for iTunes and the Google Play. So I feel shitty, and I'm sorry for everyone who uh was waiting for it. <laughs> Someone hit us up and was like, dude, I don't know what's happened, man. It only drops pretty early on Mondays, and I've been over here, like, refreshing all day. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm like, yo, that, that was totally my bad. Like, <laughs> I got home from work, like, 3 in the morning or something. I'm like, oh, okay, man, let me upload the show and then go to bed for work in the morning again. Fucking work. Yo, fucking work. Oh, whatever. And, yeah, I just forgot to click... Uh, like two buttons and I blew it. So I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm I'm sorry, my bad. It's up now. It's on iTunes, it's on Google. But I'm like, yeah, dude, like uh I can hook it up and we'll do some bonus episode shit to make it up for people. So that's what we're gonna do. Um I'm gonna make a phone call. We're calling Charlie Buzzard. And this tale's uh called Charlie Buzzard and a series of unfortunate events. Mm. Hello. Yo, homie, what's good? What's going on? Mm, mm, not much, you know. Same old shit, hanging out. Yeah, so Thriftmonger, killing it. You guys are doing that thing in the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying doing it. It's turning into a super grind. I didn't really expect it to be like a full time, like a, a like a full on second job. Yeah, I mean, but, like uh, running the thrift store game, it's like it's cool, but at the same time, it's like the amount of work you got to put into thrifting alone. Yeah, like, dude, you got to so buy the shit to sell it, you know. Yeah, so everyone's like, "Oh, you're you're doing you're doing that. You're selling. Uh, you get something for you know five bucks, and you sell it for you know thirty. Or 40, I'm gonna start doing that. I'm like, yeah, go, go, go for it. it. It's fucking hard. It, it, listen, I encourage anyone to get their grind on, but it is like they don't see the countless times that I just dig for hours and I come up with nothing. Yeah, dude, you're going on that fucking yeah. hunt and you're just like, oh, what am I gonna find today? Oh, this Goodwill yeah. sucks. Oh, that thrift yeah. store trash. Yeah, no, it's the luck of the draw. I, 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 I think of it like. Uh, it's like uh, alternate universe Pokemon hunting. So <laughs> when you find that, when you come up on that one like Charmander in the in the in the brush, you're like stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that vintage game too. It's like the market for that stuff is like already small, and like you yeah. have to find like the couple things that are cool or you have to be like have enough hi- like hype behind you that like whatever you yeah. sell you you can make that's it cool the, like, that's kind you. of the key that's kind of key like i don't think i have hype behind me i think i just have like a, a like i'm a little older like i'm not super old but i'm a little older like i'm like you know mid 30s yeah. so i kind of I mean, got an eye of, yeah you got a good I have eye. An eye for what for what, I was like cool what was cool in the back 90s. then, yeah. What was cool then? Yeah, yeah. That's I, the and, thing. and I st- and I stay in one lane. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Yeah, like you not... just you, you. I only buy what I like. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't ride trends or anything like that. I'll just grab what I think is cool. And Which is tight. Yeah, and then people are like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Space jams, ninety shit, fucking NASCAR shit. Like, yeah, yeah, this shit's tight. Yeah. Dude, and plus, um, I come up on, I 
come up on tons of stuff for myself. Yeah, of course. There's uh, a there's this like uh, weird dude that we screen print stuff for at my at my shop that I work at, and uh-huh. this dude's got like you know some fucking Instagram hype or whatever, and and he's just like some weird like art kid, you know, you know I'm an artist and like he's got a little brand or whatever, and he literally just buys like you know two dollar fucking shitty thrift shirts. And then he brings it to us and has a screen print over top of it with his art. And I'm like, oh, cool. it, it look, but it looks so bad. It's like, dude, half of it just looks like horrible. And, and I'm like, dude, like this fucking old school Rangers shirt is fire, dude. This thing looks cool as shit. And you want us to print over uh, it? Like he's like, I don't know. He's taking like that stuff that's like cool, like thrift stuff and like screen printing over it with like his thing and like, and selling it for like a hundred dollars yeah. a pop. Like. Crazy, crazy money, crazy money. He's killing it on it, and I'm just well. Like, as long as he's killing it, yeah. I mean, fuck it. Go. I mean, more, more for him. I'm not putting him down. I'm just like, yo, it's weird to me. I'm like, damn, dude, get in like that. Like, well, see, the people, people who have those grinds like that, where they modify like existing stuff, or uh, they almost, you like, I've thought about it, like, because I'm kind of, I'm like, oh, I'm. A creator, like I can do, I, I, I can kind of like come up with some cool stuff. Yeah, and, and, you, can fucking, about and that. you can fucking draw too. Your fucking your art's super good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I can draw a little, but I, I thought about maybe going that, taking that route. But the time that you have to put into something, you almost have to charge dumb money because you, you like, uh, I. With 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 recently, I've really started nerding out on like keeping track of my time, my expenses, mm-hmm. exactly what I'm putting into this. And so you know what your actual break even is. Yeah, because I, it's really turning into an actual business, and I wanna I wanna start treating it seriously. Because there's been weeks since I've started keeping up where I I did the math and I've like made eight dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of when I go in a store and when I leave a store if we're doing something and, like that has to do with the business. I'll keep track of my time and what I spend and my expenses, like what I pay for the market, what I pay for my storage unit. And, and you you almost have to kill it in order to make money. And it's easy to lose, uh, lose track of the expenses. But if these guys are modifying stuff, they really have to kill it or either charge a blood load. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just as easy as splattering paint on something. Like, you got to have an eye. You got to have an eye for it. Mm-hmm. They're doing weird shit, too. They're, uh, they're like, cutting clothes, like, cutting shirts in half and, like, sewing mm-hmm. them together. And then yeah. we do the print, and then they, like, unsew them and put it back together with his original shirt. So it's, like, mix-matched of, like, prints so back, I don't know. It's it's weird, but yeah. So there was this guy on Instagram. It, it was um, so he started out as uh, legit check or something like that. It was um, it was like uh, fake fake education was his name, and he he likes he like met this girl and he slowly like flipped his he like flipped he he got this huge. Uh, he had a huge following on Instagram by uh, educating people on what what was fake and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. You get a fake shoe, get a real shoe, and and um, do the comparisons. And people were super into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, he flipped his Instagram, changed the name and everything to Project One of One. But he was basically cutting shirts in half, sewing them back together. And some of his, most of the stuff was garbage. Some of it was cool. You gotta find your way. So, like, I'm not down in him, yeah. but um, that's what he was doing was modifying stuff like that and selling it for hella money. Yeah. He would get like a like a NASCAR diecast toy, mm-hmm. hang it from a chain, and sell it for like 180 <laughs> bucks. Because <laughs> he like, had he had that following and yeah. that hype already. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, fuck, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I wish I could get it like that. Like. But it's like no one ever like it's one of those things too. It's like it's like with anything else. It's like no one like pays attention to like the come up. It's like yeah, like these dudes, people who are making that, 
and doing that and getting money yeah. like that, like from simple things like that, like no one like pays attention to the grind they did like getting there. It's like yeah, no one, nobody saw his like daily grind, and yeah. it's like his, his stuff was kind of garbage, but he had a following, and he had a following because he put tons of time and effort into it, but. He low-key fell off, though. I think he, like, beat his girlfriend up, and she sold him out. Like, she came out and called everybody, and he fell off. So, no props to that dude. He's a jackass. Yeah, that could uh, definitely fuck your shit up. Don't do not do that. But, yeah, fuck fake education. He's a douchebag. <laughs> All right, man. So, I don't know. Let's get into, um, let's get into your story, dude. Bonus, bonus episode. Bonus episode. Yeah, these are cool. What are, what are we calling it again? Uh, Charlie's uh, un- series of unfortunate oh, events. Charlie, Bu- Char- Charlie Buzz's series of unfortunate events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So you mentioned Homeboy Russ in the last episode, and I nerd out on these. Like I listen to every single episode, and uh, and and I'll be halfway into an episode, and uh, like. I just listen to it by myself on that work, and I'll just catch myself saying something out loud like, "No, that, that's it was this, not that," or <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like, "What did he just say?" So that, I'm really that's the it, thing so. too. It's like our like our format and the way we the way we're doing this and the way like it's like a podcast and we're just hanging out. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's like there's no fact checking. Like, no, I'm not I'm like not. I'm not like a fucking reporter. Like going back on, like, some moped army thread to find out all the little details, and, like, I'm like, nah, dude, we're fucking winging it off memory here, dude, like, we're definitely fucking up a lot, and it's like, dude, that's what, like, the comment section's for, that's what fucking Instagram or Facebook's for, it's like, yeah, or the or the thread on moped army, it's like, dude, like, we fuck something up, dude, call us out, so we can get it, get it straight for everybody else, like... Yeah, that's a low-key way of getting your uh, audience engaged. It's like yeah. you get messages. <laughs> you get messages. To, you get messages from me all the time. Yeah, it's like yeah, we, after yeah, every yeah, episode, we blew like, it. Look at, <laughs> yeah, we yeah we missed no, that. But it's, no, but it's funny. It's fun. <laughs> but anyway, you you mentioned that Russ homeboy Russ had hooked up with us, but um, he never actually made it down this far. I think he he hooked up with um. I know he stopped in. I think he stopped in Charlotte. I don't. I could be wrong about that. But I know he stopped in Savannah. He kind of breezed over us. He stopped in Savannah and had Timo uh, fix some stuff for him. I think Timo gave him a carburetor or something. But um, but so uh, but the the guy the guy who we did have contact with the guy in my stories about he crossed his path with Russ at some point. And that's when I hit, I thought about that. It brought it back. It was about four or five years ago, and I was like, "Damn, I should hit Biggie up and see if he wants to do a bonus episode." Because really, I think this story is kind of cool. But anyway, there's this guy named Landon, and so uh, me and Becca had just come back from DC. Like, we were just getting back into town. We went all the way to DC to buy her like this mint uh, free spirit. Okay, uh, it was like a a burgundy free spirit. Yeah, and, like um, <clears throat> and so we pick the dogs up from the kennel and um, as I'm, as we're driving by the park, which is right beside our house, I see this guy pedaling a maxi with like 300 pounds of shit loaded onto it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, and you know, it's like that. It's like, death pedal where you just you've been this is like that umpteenth time you try to start your bike like your lungs are giving out it, you just look like you're on the edge of death yeah that's what he looked like and I was like oh shit there's a person on a moped because in Colombia when we see another person on a moped it, it's abnormal yeah. if, if it's not one of us we're like what the hell is that doing here yeah who's like, who's that team Rando over there yeah, let's go make friends with that person. That's what I always do. So I was like, damn, let's, let's stop and see if he needs any help. Obviously, he needs some help. So I swung the van through, and um, I talked to him. And he was like, yeah, I'm having some issues with my points or whatever. I was like, dude, my house is right through the woods, like 
not even an eighth of a mile away. Let's just uh, load it up in the van and we'll order some pizza and get and get you running. Hell yeah! And so he's yeah, he's like cool. So we got into the house. Uh, he's telling me a story. So he was from Winston Salem, which he knew Ty. He was he uh, he had gotten up and met Ty a couple of times because Ty used to live in Winston Salem. Ty mm-hmm. from the Swoops or mm-hmm. kicks it with the Swoops now. And um, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, I'm riding my moped from Winston Salem down to Jacksonville, Florida, uh, to go see a Neutral Milk Hotel concert. And I was like, wow, weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. Like, that should have been, like, red flag right there. But, uh, <laughs> like, it didn't hit me. I'm just so down to help, like, someone else on a moped because we don't get those, you know, it's few and far, I think moped encounters are few and far between around here. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, damn, that's cool. He's taking a long trip, and this is, like, pre-pinball at the time. So I was like, man, this is rad, dude. I'll, I'll dig it. He has so much shit. He, like, these two gigantic racks on the side and a big milk crate on the back. He had, like, way more stuff than he needed. It was insane. And, um, anyway, we're getting a look at his stuff. He keeps saying his points are bad. His points are bad. Um, and I look at his plug. His plug is the, um, porcelain around the electrode is red. Like, damn, that's super weird. Mm-hmm. And I get to look at it, and I'm thinking, is it, damn, is this tank rusty? Because that's kind of like a rusty tank thing. Um, if you got like a super bad tank, sometimes that oxidation or iron will get in there. That red rust will get in there when you burn it and make your insulator red. Yeah. And I said, hey, was your tank rusty? Because you had a, I, I treated it with red coat. I was like, oh, shit. So what he did... What I surmised was he treated it with red coat and it didn't take, like he didn't do it properly. So yeah, there's like chunks he, of it floating around in there. Yeah, and he was pretty much burning red coat and it was fouling his plugs out. And I tried to tell him that's what it was, and he insisted that it was his timing, so he kept like flipping his timing around and it just wasn't running. He finally gave up trying to mess with it. He, I told him he could go take a shower and chill and spend the night. And when he went to take a shower, I set his timing real quick. <laughs> and acted like, you know, whatever he did, you know, I just didn't say anything. He came back out after a shower. We ate some pizza. He started his bike. He goes, I got it. I got it. And I'm like, oh, he's sick. Go, dude. <laughs> other than that, like, he smoked a ton of weed. But other, other than that, like, I just thought he was normal, cool dude. He seemed pretty rad. Next morning, loaded his shit up. He's on his way. Um, I guess to see a mutual milk hotel concert. Um, <clears throat> next, like a few days later, it's about to be the weekend. I think it's on a Thursday. He hits me up again. And he's like, hey, man, I'm about to come back through. Do you mind if I crash you? I was like, oh, dope. I'll do you one better. Uh, you get here. And we'll go for a uh, ride. I'm going to... Su- I'm going to something for the weekend where the rest of the budgets were. And I was like, uh, I'll introduce you to the rest of the club and we'll hang out and we'll all kick it this weekend. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. So he gets back and um, he's telling me like these stories about, he, he had this crazy story about like his, his ride down there, about how he got, like right outside of Jacksonville, he met this kid at a gas station and the kid needed a ride into Jacksonville. He didn't have a, but he didn't have a ride, but he had a skateboard. So, oh no, he didn't have a skateboard, but Landon had a skateboard on him. Landon was going from skate park. Every time he would crash for the night, he would throw his tin up at a skate park, like a public skate park. That's kind of tight. He would like take in the woods and just uh, hang his hammock or something. And um, that's where I found it. It was right outside our skate park. And um, he said, so he always had a skateboard on him. Anyway, so he met this kid that needed a ride into town, but he couldn't put him on his bike because he had like 300 pounds of shit on it. So he gives the kid his skateboard, and he said he, he let the kid sketch 20 miles into town. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a, that's a long. That's a long time. 
I was like, damn, you just putted? He's like, no, I'll just do it like 40. No way, dude. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Anyway, so they get into town, right? This isn't my story. This is a side story. This is Landon's side story. This is what's happening since I got him back on the road. Right? Okay, okay. Uh, so he meets his kid. He sketches him 20 miles into town at 40 mile an hour. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so they get like near this kid's house and there's like police everywhere and there's like a, a chopper flying around and, and there's like a spotlight everywhere. And uh, the kid is like, damn, I don't know what's going on. He gets a call from his mom. The kid, uh, the kid's sister was special needs and apparently she had went, she had went missing. And, but she had just flew the coop and nobody knew where the, and the like all the police were looking for. Her. <clears throat> and then Landon was like, and the guy was like, can you help me find my sister? And Landon was like, man, this is too heavy. And he just kind of like, like kickstarted his bike and dipped out mm. on the kid. <laughs> <clears throat> and then, so he went and saw his neutral milk hotel concert. And then that night he tried to, he, um, he was in a beach, he was in the bathroom at the beach, and he pulled his bike. You know how they have, like, those bathrooms yeah, like at, little, right at the beach? You can like the cement shower building, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He beach. pulled his bike into the shower <laughs> and hung his tin in the bathroom, and he was woke up by a police officer telling him to get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said he had this big, bad, like, confrontation with the cop, and he told he was just like telling me how he said all this crazy shit to the cop. Anyway, now he's he's made it back to Columbia. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll load you up. Let's go hang out with the buzzards. So we go to Sumter, and I think we go to Calvin's house. We unload. Everybody's kicking it. Everybody's meeting each other. It's all copacetic. We go to a bar like we normally do. We all go to like the one bar we always go to. And Landon's hanging tough, you know, everybody's chilling. And then, so, um, Landon meets a couple girls at the bar. And he goes, hey, man, they're, they're trying to go to this one party. I was like, yeah, I, I, know, I know what they're talking about. That's where we're going a little later. He goes, oh, I want to head out there now. And um, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I can give you the address, but we're not, we're not heading out right now, you know. And he just got, like, a little bit of a tube. Do you know how some people get a tube? Yeah, yeah. You know? He's like, come you on, know, man. You can kinda... Come on, man. The girls are trying to go now, man. Come on, man. Let's. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of tell. Fine. If you, if you guys don't want to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go by myself. You know, somebody, you, can, you can tell when somebody's catching a tube, but they're getting a little bit of a, a little fucking, a little cricket, and like they weren't ready to blow the spot. Anyway, so Landon is starting to get, like, a little bit of a cricket, and he wants to get the fuck out of there. And so... I kind of pick up an attitude, but, you know, I'm still being, like, cordial because uh, he's our guest. And I was like, you know what, dude, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll type the address to that joint in your phone if you really want to blow right now. But if not, just wait about 10 minutes until everybody gets their shit, and then we'll go. He agreed, but reluctantly. He was still a little pissy about it. He wanted to leave now. Mm-hmm. I think I think he had ran out of weed. This dude can't cope without weed. Like, mm-hmm. he's not stuck. Like, if he wasn't, like... Stoned, like he couldn't cope with life, I think is what was happening, but it didn't register with me at first. Anyway, so we all do, we finally leave and we're at a gas station. And if you know us, if you know the buzzards, we take way too fucking long at a gas station. <laughs> anytime we're there. <laughs> and we, it's, it's borderline like, uh, like comedy for us. Like, but he was not having it. He was ready to get to where the fuck we were going. <laughs> he, dude, and he was just like, come on. Like, he was about to like, mix my gas for me. He was like pumping gas in Cody's bike. Mm-hmm. He was ready to get the fuck out of there. And we're just like, we're kind of like, I, I, I think, this, I used to drink back then, so I was like a little buzzed maybe. And I was like, damn, this dude is really starting to piss me off. Anyway, I was like, dude, if you're ready to go, go. He's like, I'll find my way there. Got on his bike and hauled out. Yeah. Like, damn, that was wild, man. We meet up with him later at the party. Everything's going. And um, <clears throat> I, at this part, it's like maybe 12, 1. It's pretty late. I am completely hammered. I'm where I'm going to be for the night. I'm not going anywhere. 
Yeah. And he's like, man, I'm ready to get back. And I was like, okay, well, this is where we're crashing for the night, dude. So, you know, uh, we'll put you up. We got a place where, you know, you can stay here, get your little VIP action going on. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to be back with my stuff here. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's very particular, you know? Why don't you just chill out and hang out with us? He was like, no, I want to be back where my stuff is. And I was like, okay, all right, we'll check this out. Here's the keys to my van. See, Becca doesn't know this guy from Adam, right? Yeah. I'm not driving. I was like, I'm not driving. I'm not riding my bike anywhere, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not driving. So here's the keys to my van, which was back at the house. You go back there. You can get in my van, you can start it up, turn the heater on, do whatever you want to do. Just don't go inside. Don't knock on the door, don't bother But He was like, he gave me some gruff about how it was, it was fucked up at it and taking back or whatever. <clears throat> and then he like, left. This is like pre-Uber Lyft days, too. Yeah. Well, I thought I was being very accommodated, you know, because my, my van at that time had, like, memory foam in the back where you could just lay down. It was basically a, a, you know, a rolling house. And um, he goes back, and, and I, 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 don't, I don't know what the fuck I did last night. I passed out, woke up with the biggest hangover I think I've ever had, and Becca's calling me. And um, apparently, Landon went back that night. And the first thing he did was beat on the door until she let him in. Which was like was was, the one was thing. Rule, rule one, the first, the first rule. <laughs> yeah, the only. Rule. <laughs> yeah, like don't. Yeah. wake her up. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, this is like when he did the whole ordeal just turned sour. Like she's like, he came back, he beat on the door until he, I was like, I specifically told him not to, not to bother you. But anyway, she let him in because, like, what you were going to do is so go away, you know? And um, he woke up the next morning. He was supposed to get on his bike and skedaddle. Like, he's out of town. Yeah. But he so he woke up to a flat tire. So he pretty much demanded that she take him over to Calvin's house where he can fix it. So she does that, and I meet them. I get on my bike, and I meet them over at Calvin's. He's in some kind of way. He's not... You know, he's not feeling anything. He's in a bad mood. He's kind of like trash talking, like low key, some passive aggressive shit. And um, <clears throat> so they give him a new tire. They give him a new inner tube. And it's and like you guys haven't charged him anything. You're like, you're like been like nice dudes, like helping him out. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, at this point, I'm like, the best thing to do is to help him get back on the road and it'll all be over. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of tired of him, like, but, you know, it's like, you know, I bought him, let's just get him back on the road so he can get home, and I'll, you know, he's probably on, like, whatever, I'm just trying to, like, just, I feel like I've started this, and now I need to see it through, even though he's kind of being an asshole. Anyway, so they give him the inner tube, and he says his tire is the, is what's popping the inner tube, so he needs a new tire, so we give him a new gazelle. And then he puts it all he puts it all on, airs it up, and then he says, "Well, don't you think my front tire should match my back tire?" Like, and we were, like who the fuck do you think uh, you are, dude? <laughs> I was like, "What?" And they were like, "He was like, he said, don't you think my front tire should match the back tire? Like, I'm just going to get 20 miles out of town, and my front tire is going to pop." And I was like, "Well, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, I, I think you're going to be fine." Like. He's sitting down there, like, looking at the tire, trying to make him feel better. I'm like, no, you look like you're going to be good. He's like, no, no, no. And I just, just feel like, you know, I'm going to get 10 miles out of town. It's going to pop. And then I was like, But the front well, tire hadn't popped like, this whole trip, right? He was just like, let me just let me get that tire right there. And there's another gazelle. There's two gazelles on the rack. I was like, no, dude, that's not that's not yours. I don't know whose it was. I think it was mine or slices or somebody's. But I was like, yeah, no, that's... Is you good? And then, so we go inside and try to get away from him. He's you know, doing his little thing outside with his bike. <clears throat> we come back outside. He's put the new tire on his on the front. Like I didn't catch on to this. I didn't notice this at first. But while we were inside, he put the new tire on the front, and um, <clears throat> which we didn't really realize this until like it was way too late. 
All right, so we come back out, and we're talking. He took his shirt off, and this dude has the weirdest tattoo on his back you've ever seen in your fucking life, dude. It's like a Volkswagen Beetle tramp stamp, right? But you can't make you can't make this shit up, dude. He has his Volkswagen Beetle tramp stamp on his fucking lower back. Like his fucking lower lumbar has a Volkswagen right there. And it has eight gigantic spider legs coming out from under it. Like it's a fucking Volkswagen spider. Bro, this is real life. I swear to God. And it's a tramp stamp. It's as big as a fucking tramp stamp will get on his right above his ass and below his shoulder blades. God, I wish I could hear was, the story behind that tattoo. Right. <laughs> I don't. So apparently he's in the Volkswagen and I guess spiders. I don't fucking know, man. Um, I just thought that dude, that's like when you finally see that, that's when you're supposed to cut all ties with this individual. Something's not adding up. Right? Anyway, but I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And he's like strutting around with his shirt off in front of the girls and stuff. And like, so he says the reason his tire keeps popping is he's wiggling one of his spokes in his back wheel. He's like, one of my spokes is loose. My spokes are loose. I'm going to get 10 miles out of town. This whole wheel is just going to go to hell. And he's just like talking. He keeps coming up with new shit. And I was like, dude, you know what we'll do? We'll take it to Jamie's house and we'll get you a new wheel. They got tons of wheels. So we took him to Jamie's house. I was like, anything to do to get this guy out of town. I don't want him to have any excuses. So we took him and we gave him a, we gave him a rear wheel. He's now changing his tire and everything onto this new rear wheel. And he says, um, are you going to mail that? Will you mail my wheel back to me? He was like, you're going to mail my wheel back to me? <laughs> he was like, no, no, don't worry about it. But I want to keep my axle. I know my axle's good. My axle and my bearings in that wheel are good. I want to keep those. We're like, wait, what? This guy's crazy. <laughs> Put, dude, I swear to God, push comes to show. Cody starts helping him switch every, the axle and bearings over. And, and you're probably asking yourself, why the fuck didn't you guys just stomp this guy out and leave him just leave him where he was? I have no clue. It was just like Stockholm syndrome, almost. You know, mm-hmm. like I just felt like I needed to see what I started through. Like, yeah, that's what you do as a host, I guess. I don't know. So we finally get everything about his bike straight. He uh, he didn't like the way the brakes. He didn't think the brakes were good enough in this rear wheel, whatever. I was like, dude, he's, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to be good. So, hopefully, you're good enough to get on the road now. He goes, yeah, but it's getting a little dark. You think I can crash another night? It's like, but what were you expecting to do on your adventure by yourself in the first place, dude? Like, you didn't bring an extra yeah. wheel with you. You didn't bring extra tires with you. Like, you got your hammer. Right. You go sleep outside, man. Right. Like. Dude, I don't know. Get out of town. But he's like, you think I could stay another night? And I was like, damn, man. For some reason, I said yes. I was like, I guess so, man, but you got to be gone. You know, we're going to get you gone in the morning. All right, so we load him back up in my van. We go, it's Sunday. We go back home. I was like, all right, man, well, we, we plan this thing with our friends. We're going to go have dinner with our friends at their house We do on Sunday. Sunday night so if you want to go you can if not you can just stay here and kick it till we get back he's like running out of money so he said I'd go eat dinner with us at their house I was like of course you will so we get on our mopeds and we ride over to our friend's house and he's just bitching the whole time about A how Becca's riding he's like she's gonna kill herself which she's riding fine and then he's bitching about the brake on that back wheel not working Every time we come to a, an intersection where we have to stop at a red light, he would just, like, put his feet down. Oh, cave man out, him. like... <laughs> He'd put his feet down and coast halfway out into the intersection to show us that his brake doesn't, isn't working. Anyway, so we get to my friend, we get to my friend's house, and I'm, like, kind of over this dude, and I was like, look, he's like, I'm going to have to work on this brake. Uh, I, 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 I don't have time to meet your friends. I'm like, fine, dude, chill. You stay right here. Do whatever you need to do. That tool's on my bike. Work on your shit. You go in. You're having a good time. We're in the backyard. Hanging out. Apparently, while we were all in the backyard, 
Landon let himself into their house, washed his greasy-ass rear-wheel hands in their sink and made a fucking mess. I didn't realize this. And then we all, after we left, I get a text saying, from my buddy saying, don't bring any people over to our house anymore. That guy was an asshole. And I was, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he made a fucking huge mess in our bathroom and dried his greasy hands on the towel. So my girl's pissed. Don't bring nobody back over to our house anymore. I was like, oh, that's fucked. Oh, yeah. So, dude, it's like, this is like, so we were watching something on TV. I want to say it was like the Walking Dead season finale night, right? So I'm trying to watch this show. And he's like, You're gonna, I need you to help me with that rear brake. I need you to help me get that rear brake right. I was like, damn, dude, well, I'm trying to watch this show right now. He goes, well, I'm going to be gone in the morning, right? So I need you to help me get that shit straight. I was like, fuck it, bring it in the house. We'll set it right here while I can still see the TV. I'm helping him with the rear brake. And he has tightened the, he has tightened the wheel adjusters without loosening the, the axle. So he's, I don't know what the fuck he thinks he thought he was doing. It had nothing to do with the brake, but he taught the, he, he tightened the wheel adjusters down without loosening the axle so fucking hard that it bent the ears, like the stops. Yeah. It bent them in. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And he had his brake tightened as fucking hard as it would get. <laughs> just be, I guess the brake was bad, but he had a front brake. He was just being a dick. And he didn't need to get rid of his old wheel anyway. But whatever. He had fucking wrenched that thing down, dude. He was talking about why he couldn't. I can't get up to speed anymore. I can't get up to speed anymore. He said, yeah, because the fucking bike yeah. is always on, you idiot. Yeah, anyway, So, right. Dude, I'm sitting there helping him with this. And he, see, he, 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 he rubs his tank with his finger. I'm like, what's going on, dude? He rubs his tank with his finger again. He goes shaking his head and like, what's going on? He goes, look at this. He likes it. He likes it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's like, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. like, what's going on, dude? I look at it. It has, like, I guess his tank had a hairline fracture in it. And it wasn't, it wasn't leaking. It was just like, if you were to wipe the spot and wait like 10 seconds, you would just see the area kind of get moist again. You couldn't even see the crack. It was weird. He had like a hairline fracture in the tank. And he's like, he rubbed his finger across it and he started to get wet again. He goes, look at that. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. I was like, what? He goes, I can't go anywhere like this, dude. If I go like, like this, it's going to look down on the motor and I'll burst into the flames while I'm riding. I was like, whoa. He goes, I said, dude, just park it outside. It, dude, it's going to be fine. It's not even, it won't even, the whole time it's been in the house, it hasn't even leaked, dude. It, you'll, be, you'll be fine. No, it's going to get worse. And yeah, I'm going to park it outside, and I promise you, the whole fucking tank will be empty by the morning. I'll lose a whole tank of gas. I was like, whoa, dude, I don't, I, I, I don't think so. So he goes outside and drains his tank. I said, I'm going to go outside and drain the tank. I was like, dude, check this out. What you're going to do is you're going to fucking J- JB Well quick that bitch in the morning because you got to get out of here. It's like, this is, this is a, like, this is where the buck stops, man. Like, uh, yeah. I got, like, you're going to have to get the fuck out of here. Fix your bike and you're going to have to be gone. So he, he's outside. He's kind of pissed that I said that to him. kind of just like giving me like the business. And then I hear him on the phone with someone. And he's yelling. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I see, like, my neighbor's porch lights coming on and shit. Like, it's probably, like, 11 o'clock by this time. <clears throat> and he's just, I, I hear him, when I get back into town, you and your fucking brother, you're both dead. You hear me? You're both fucking dead. I'm going to kill you both, you fucking asshole. I was like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing? Are you okay? Dude, chill. And he was just like, God. I was like, what, what's going on? He's like, it's the guy that sold me the bike. I was like, oh, shit, yeah? He goes, I want my fucking money back. He sold me a piece of shit. It's like, oh, really? I was like, oh. How far did you ride that bike? <laughs> with, 
seven tons of shit strapped to it. Like, I'm like, dude, you brought that motherfucker from North Carolina to Florida and halfway back. It's, it, dude, you just, you bought an old fucking shitty moped. I mean, and you, you've been and fucking riding the hell out of it. Yeah, you've been dogging it. Yeah. I said, there's nobody going to give you your fucking money back, dude. And he's just like, I swear to God, when I get back into town, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. And I was like, look, man, just chill. Just take a deep breath, man. We'll get you straight in the morning. I had to work the next morning. So they kind of calmed down a little bit. And um, he kind of calmed down a little bit. And he's like sending, he's like angrily sending text messages on his phone. Like you could see him just like, pounding his little fucking shitty trackberry with his thumbs like, with ang- like mean intent, right? <laughs> and um, and then I was like, I was like, everything okay, man? He's like, yeah, everything's fine. I have to take care of all this shit on the phone. All these people don't realize I'm fucking out of Toby's ass a little out of town. And then he starts like answering, I guess he's got stuff to sell on Craigslist and he's just getting mad at anything by the time. He starts answering his text messages with the voice-to-text thing on his phone <laughs> while while we're watching TV like we don't exist. And we're sitting there watching, like, uh, Walking Dead or something, and just go, I will be back in town on Monday. Please do not contact me again. And then... Three or four minutes go by, and he goes, yes, I will be back in town. On He does that like five times. He's just, the guy has no, no, no bounds. No anyway. consideration either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he just, he's one of those people that don't realize that how much of an asshole he is. You know, some people, like, uh, when you sing, you're tone deaf, mm-hmm. and they're just fucking belting, and they sound like hell, but they don't realize it. Yeah. He's like that, That's but like, like with life. Yeah, he, he, he had a tone deaf personality. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I'm like, dude, we're gonna go to bed, just chill out, you know, kick out on the couch, and um, we'll get you straight in the morning. I wake up, I'm like, okay, man, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, we're gonna hit the road. You know, gotta work, so go ahead and get your stuff, and uh, hope you get back okay. He goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, how, I thought we were going to help get, fix my bike. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you were going to fix your bike, dude. You just got to just smear some JV Weld over that thing, man, and get it and get on the road. He goes, well, how am I supposed to get the JV Weld, Charlie? Uh, ride the ride bike. It's AutoZone. <laughs> I was like, ride your fucking bike to AutoZone. He goes, I can't ride my bike like this. It will burst in the flames. I can't risk it. I was like, wow, I'm about to be late for work. He goes, I need to ride, I need to ride, um, I need to ride someone's bike. It's like, nah, dude, you're going to take that little bike, just like I found you, and pedal it like a bicycle. See ya. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't think you're going to ride anybody's bike, dude. He wanted to ride Becca's bike. And I was like, no, no way. And so I'm riding my bike to work. And so you can't ride mine, and you definitely can't ride Becca's. So I was like, here, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm going to get all your stuff. I'm going to lock the house. Here's the keys to my van. Go to AutoZone, get what you need. Come back. Be gone by the time we get home. Hope you have a safe trip. I get on my bike and I leave, and I just hope everything's going to be okay. And apparently, while I, like, the whole time during the trip, I told him, you know, we don't smoke in the van. Um... Just, you know, and so while I was gone, while he was using my van, he ashed, like, on my dash and in the cup holder, like, to, sh- to tell me, like, I feel like, just to tell me that he had been smoking in the van. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, Becca was like, he made a huge mess in the kitchen while we were sleeping, cooking some spaghetti or some shit. He's like, oh, I didn't even tell you about what happened. But, uh, so like he asked if he could he asked if he could crash again and we were like yeah we got to go get back to Columbia so on the way out of town he's saying he couldn't wait for dinner he wanted something to eat I was like okay what do you want to eat he's like Wendy's we take him to Wendy's the dude he's like uh, 
insist on ordering himself instead of me ordering it for him at the window. And he's like yelling over me. He goes, I want a, I want a uh, junior, uh, a junior Wendy's burger or whatever the fuck it was, a chili and a small drink. And she tells him the price. And he goes, uh-uh, nope. I was like, wait, what? And he goes, no. He goes, I've been up and down the fucking East Coast. Maybe had it. I've been up and down the East Coast. I know. I stopped. I only eat at Wendy's. I know what that costs. It costs. It should cost three twenty nine. It should cost four dollars. I know what the fuck they're doing. They add on. They round up to four dollars and they keep the fucking change. They do that to everybody who comes through here and it fucking adds up, man. And they're not gonna get me. I was like, whoa, are you fucking serious? gets out of the van in the drive-thru and storms inside. You could see him just like fucking pointing his finger at the lady and pointing up at the menu. And he's just like fucking throwing his arms around yelling. Me and Becky are looking at each other like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. He comes back. He comes, he storms outside. He throws like a handful of change like against their window and gets in the van. I was like, dude, we're going to Taco Bell now. You just got to be okay with that. You go into Taco Bell, and it's just, it's, nothing could go right to this day. You get in Taco Bell, and the, the heater is stuck on full blast. So it's, like, super hot in that Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not really hot outside, but, like, if something went wrong, your heater is full blast. So it's, like, 100 fucking degrees in there. And he's like, God, it's fucking hot. And he's like, yeah, dude, if you want to, you know, we can go kick it outside, eat in the van on the way home. or uh, I had my dog with me. He's like, I'm not eating one of your fucking dog. And I was like, whoa, okay. Like, well, we can eat on the curb because no, no, I know what to do. He grabs a chair and he tries to pop the door to the Taco Bell open with a chair. <laughs> and then the manager comes by. He's like, no, 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 we can't prop the door open. I'm sorry. I know it's hot in here, but we, we health care, we can't yeah. prop the door open. And um, so he looks at this guy who's sitting in there with a baby. They think they're not dining, they're just waiting for their order. And he goes, sir, are you not concerned for your infant's life in this heat? Dude, what's he with a fucking lunatic, man? <laughs> anyway, oh, so he, he, I get back, I see that he asked him the van, and he had to mix up his J.D. Weld uh, for his bike. He mixed it up on my porch. Like, he didn't use a piece of cardboard. Just like, Jamie Cole on the porch. He just mixed it on the fucking porch and let it dry there. Yeah. This guy just doesn't but think he, about his actions affecting anyone else. He's just like bumbling through life like with no concern for he, anyone else. Yeah, so he was just a flaming a-hole. Anyway, so he leaves and, you know, we got some J.B. Weld on the fucking porch, but whatever. For the most part, it's, it's over, okay? And um, <clears throat> I get on Lopez Army like maybe a day or two later, and I think somebody messaged me, sent me a link to it. She, he was talking to Becca about her bike, and he said something about her tank was too rusty. Or, or we, She talked to him. She was just making conversation with him, you know, about how she was working on her, was her first bike. She just bought it. And um, and uh, how she she's going to clean the tank out because oh his his tank was rusting so was hers and they, they were talking about he was telling her what to do and then he looked in her tank he goes no this ain't going to do the tank's gonna, you're going to get a pinhole leak just like mine you're going to burst into flames if you ride this bike down the road I promise <laughs> you and I was like no nah, dude he's, it, she's fine everything's cool like. So two days later, I get a link. Somebody sent me a link um, to a buy sell ad that said, "Wants to buy Free Spirit tank for Charlie Budget's girlfriend." Damn! I was like, "Whoa, this is unreal!" Then he started like he became more present on Moped Army. He started like a a Moped Army post, and that's kind of like. Uh, about, you know, taking a long trip and stuff like that. And I, I didn't really realize that was, didn't put two and two together, that was him. And so I, 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 after that, 
buy sell ad, you know, I was like, no, dude, we, we kind of like beefed. So we just kind of had this, like, I had, I thought it was funny. I had this, like, funny um, little rivalry with him on Low Cut Army. But, oh, God, dude, this is going to sound so bad, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I realized that to piss him off, I didn't have to be, like, shitty to him because he kind of knew that we didn't like each other at this point. I, I, I had messaged him personally. Um, I said, hey, man, dude, I don't appreciate you. Because he, I said, no, her tank's fine, blah, blah, blah. And then he came out and said something about how, like, he came way out of his out of left field. and was like, yeah, I was, I stayed at their house, and I watched him treat her like shit, and he verbally abuses her, and this, that, and the other. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And then I messaged him personally. I was like, dude, um, I, I, I'd like for you to keep your mouth shut. If not, I'll just come to where you are and I'll stomp your fucking teeth in. Because this is like way out of, out of line. And he was like jabbing back at me and we, we were like, I was mad anger texting him, you know? Like just saying a bunch of stuff that you shouldn't say to a person is what I was doing to this guy. That was pissed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, then, dude, don't push so, me. Yeah, but that, yeah, that was on the sidelines. You know, I was just being, I was just being an idiot, anger problems, and um, so I figured out like that was on the sidelines, like text messages, like to his actual phone, and then so I'd go on Local Army and see he'd make a post about you know uh, buying uh, a Magnum or something like that, or he made a post about uh, fixing, making his bike faster or something like that, and. I made, I just did a smart ass compliment. I was like, um, sweet bike. I checked back like an hour later. He fucking lost it. <laughs> He's like, fuck you asshole. This, that, and the other. Don't, don't talk on my posts anymore. I was like, dude, all I have to do is be nice to this guy mm-hmm. and he's going to lose his shit. So I'd go on like another post of his. It was like a buy sell. And I go, um, Good luck with Sal. Landon's a great dude, man. Uh, uh, hope, hopefully, uh, hopefully you you uh, you sell it. Good luck with the sale. I told you to stay out of my fucking. God. I told you to stay away from my fucking text. Quit stalking me. Uh, I swear to God, I'll contact the local law enforcement in the area and say your internet bullying me. So I would just go through, and every post he would make, I would say, um, "Oh, that looks cool." You know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, there's a, he posted a video of him, like, ripping through this neighborhood. He's like, uh, uh, he put a new pipe on or some, something stupid. And he's like, listen to this sound. And I was like, oh, I was like, man, that sounds great, but stay out of the bike lane. And he lost it. It was hilarious. I, so I didn't do this, but I really, really was tempted because I'm, I'm a moderator. I was really tempted to use my moderator powers mm-hmm. for evil because I wanted to like say something to him and then delete my text and delete my message yeah, and just get him to ran off. I wanted to fuck with him bad, but I was like, no, I can't do that. To be real fucked up. He accused me of that. He didn't realize I was a moderator at first, and he would report me <laughs> to the <laughs> moderator. <laughs> Like, this guy's bullying me. If you don't do something about it, I'll bring criminal charges on the organization. Dude, so he reported me to Jenny Ray because he, he, Jenny Ray was the only person that he knew was a moderator because she had contacted him personally and was like mm-hmm. trying to like get him to chill out. Like, she's, uh, I guess she's had like um, a history of, she's got a background in um, like psychology. Mm hmm. So she was like hitting him up to make sure he was okay because he, apparently he's got something loose. And um, so he knew she was a moderator through her like reaching out to him. He messaged her and said that if she didn't do something about the way I was treating him, which were just compliments. <laughs> he said, if you don't do something about the way he's treating me, you know, I'll have you charges brought on you for not, you know, um, for internet bullying you know, by proxy for not taking care of this. Dude, I, I don't know if this is true, but I'm pretty sure she, I think there's a story out there where she got a phone call 
on Thanksgiving Day from the police. Yeah. Because he reported her for internet bullying or something like that, internet harassment. I'm going to have to call Jenny Ray, dude, find out. <laughs> dude, that, dude, he went off the rails. But okay, check this out. Him and him and homeboy Russ crossed paths because in between uh, in between Richmond and North Carolina, or in between Richmond and Charlotte, he stopped. Uh, homeboy Russ stopped at Landon's fucking house, mm. which is just a bullshit. Yeah, so homeboy Russ, being the internet presence that he was was like, you know, can anybody help me? I'm on the way down, da 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 Landon hit him up, and Landon was like, yo, I completed a cross-country trip. I'll show you the ways of the road. <laughs> Come what to you my want to house. do is you want to go mooch, and you want to mooch some more. <laughs> Dude, he's like, so he's about to take homeboy Russ in as like his paddle line, and he's going to teach him the ways of the road. He literally said, I'll teach you how to survive on the road. And so homeboy Russ goes to Landon's house in between Richmond and and uh, Charlotte, which is like a Winston-Salem area. And um, so he goes to Landon's house, which is really a Volkswagen bus. Landon lives in a Volkswagen bus. And homeboy Russ wasn't expecting that. And um, it's cold as shit. That was the reason Russ was going south, because instead of going straight across, he was going to go south and try and avoid some of the cold. And so he got to Landon's house, and it was still pretty fucking cold outside. And Landon, he's like, can I, can I sleep inside the bus with you? And he's like, no, 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 there's not enough room in here. I'll give you a sleeping bag, and you can sleep outside. But the only way you're going to be able to stay warm in this sleeping bag is if you get naked. <laughs> it's an like old army trick. you got to get naked in the sleep bag. If you don't, it won't work. Of course, homeboy Russ doesn't get fucking naked. <laughs> like out, outside in this fucking sleeping bag. So he wakes up like halfway through the night, cold as piss. And, he, you know, the story goes, he beats on um, Landon's uh, door until Landon lets him in. And Landon's like, did you get naked like I told you to? He's like, no, he goes, well, you're not listening to me, and you're never going to survive. And he, apparently, he wouldn't let him in, so he made him, like, sleep outside the whole fucking night. They wake up, and they're chopping it up in the morning, and Landon's, like, really, like, taking this father role on. Like, he wants to teach Russ how to be a better person. Like, he was orchestrating, like, a he was trying to get Russ to sell his bike to pay Sean back, because Sean apparently owed uh, he apparently owed Russ owed Sean money. Yeah, he didn't like pay for any of that stuff. He got done there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I found a really cool meme of uh, you and Homeboy Russ. It was God. like, uh, <laughs> it was like, it was just, it was a picture of you and Homeboy Russ, and you had a little speech bubble that said, "Hey, here's all the tools you need to fix your bike." And he had a little speech bubble that said, "Yeah, you get started on that. I'm gonna go." Uh, catch up on my uh, in, my internet messages or something like that. <laughs> I found it. I'll have, to, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, that's funny. Um, anyway, so they, they wake up, and Landon's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the store. You know, if you want to come with me, they get on the bikes, they ride to the store. Landon goes in Dollar General, and he says, in Landon's mind, he's going to test homeboy Russ to see what kind of man he is. So Landon says that he purposely took not enough money to complete his purchase, which I think he bought like some tube socks or something. And he was going to see if Homeboy Russ would do the right thing and lend him the money. And he was like, so I came up short and Homeboy Russ didn't lend me the money, which was like the last straw. And, he, and so... Yeah, apparently, he didn't lend him the money. Landon didn't get the socks or whatever. But Russ bought like a moon pie or some shit. <laughs> so they go to get on their bikes and go somewhere. I don't know what the fuck they're about to do. But Russ is eating a moon pie. And Landon's like, 
signaling to them. Like, you know how you do the two fingers? You point them at your eyes and you point them at the person that yeah. comes looking at you. He's like signaling to him to, you know, not eat while he's riding because he like reaches in his pocket and he's like, eating a moon pie at the stoplight. And he's like, <laughs> so Landon says, it's against, South, it's against North Carolina state law to ride with, uh, with uh, anything in your hand. And I'd be damned if I'm going to get pulled over by, by a police officer because this asshole is eating a moon pie while he's riding. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. Uh, but anyway, he's going to try and get, he's like, you need to sell your bike, you need to stay off moped army, promise me that you'll do these things. And he's like, Russ was crying and promising him that he'll never, he'll never uh, get back on moped army again. And he's going to sell his bike. And there's some lady, they talk to some lady who's going to buy the bike and give him the money to just get on a bus and go to California. And um, he's like, I woke up the next morning. Russ had been on Moped Army all night, just ranting. When I asked, I told him specifically not to. And then I told him, you got to get the fuck out. You got to leave. So he just wakes up. He's pissed because he'd been jacking on Moped Army all night when he just cried and told him he'd never get back on it. (laughs) And so Landon kicks him out. I don't know what the fuck he does after that. Whatever, dude. All that, all took, that stuff's wild. You should have took that bail out. The lady was going to buy him a bus ticket to California. And yeah, I think he eventually did get like a bus ride or something, or some dude. Yeah, dude, he made. Like, so he made it to Texas, right? Did he meet? He met a girl in Texas, and he was like shacking up with her, and he was trying to get like on MTV's like some MTV show. Looking for love or something like that. She was like filming. She filmed something for him. Like she filmed him in the park, like like an audition tape, trying to get on this MTV like hookup show or something like that. Mm. This guy is real, dude. I don't know. For everyone listening, dude, just hop on the internet, dude, and uh, read some threads because homeboy Russ ones and apparently Landon stuff are pretty funny. Yeah. I'm going to is a lunatic, dude. Brandon is a lunatic. He, uh, apparently, he, like, co- contacted the, the something, because I didn't live in something anymore, but he called a bunch of the... He was at my house in Columbia. I don't know why he called something, but he called a bunch of... He did the same thing to me that he did to Jenny and Ray. And, but I just never heard anything from him. Wow, dude. Yeah, that was unfortunate. I just, I kind of, I kind of like, uh, I kind of just trolled him for a while until he disappeared. I just say nice things to him and he'd blow up. Jenny Ray finally asked me politely. She's like, listen, I'm really afraid that something's going on. And um, she called like a wellness check. Had to have like the cops go see if he was okay. If he was like not going to hurt himself or something. She's like, yeah, I appreciate it if you just leave him alone because you don't, He's real loose, and we don't know if he felt like she hurt himself or something. I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Not worth it. Well, we should do, like, a follow-up with him, you know? (laughs) Dude, no. So I told myself, like, I I was at one point in my life, like, maybe a couple years ago, I was like, man, I swear to God, if I ever see him again, I'm just going to slap him on site. On site, I'm just going to slap the hell out of him. I'm not going to say nothing to him. But uh, you can't live your life like that, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm at the point now where I'm just like anything negative. I kind of want to let it go and just be positive. So, yeah, hope he's okay. He's More important shit to worry about, like slinging, yeah. uh, like slinging, slinging some uh, thrift monger gear. Yeah. Yeah, what? that was wild though. It was crazy. Everybody's like, man, why did you... I get halfway through that story, and people are just like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Why didn't you just tell me to fuck out of Dodge? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Everyone listening should comment 
uh, on the Spotify post, like on the uh, on the app or something, like comment where in the timeline that you would have just kicked him out. <laughs> like how far into the story would you have made it? <laughs> yeah, hopefully you wouldn't have made it all the way to the tramp stamp. <laughs> tramp stamp is when I knew I was in shit. I was up shit creek without paddle. Good. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Bonus episode, yeah. Charlie Buzzard's story of unfortunate events with Landon. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go to work now. Oh, yeah, you got to go to work, don't you? I got to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, I'm going to drive this truck and then uh, go to sleep and then go back to work. Hustling. Yeah, it was good talking to you. Yeah, dude, love you. Um, yeah. You coming down to Riding Chatter? Oh, yeah, for sure. Always. All right, cool. I'll see you in a see you in a month, dude. See you in a month. All right, we'll talk soon. We'll talk before then. All right. All right bye. Bye. All right, man. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, if you got a cool story that you want to tell, and you think it might be interesting, email us at mopedmondaypodcasts at gmail dot com. And maybe we'll throw it in on a bonus episode. Also, Moped Army, Gen Forums, there is a topic thread that I posted called Fail of the Week. And what I'm trying to do is record a series of Moped Fails. So hit me up on the email or hit me up on that thread on Moped Army. And if you have a cool Moped thread like or Moped Fail that you've had happen to you, you know, from as simple as like trying to start your bike uh, with the piston stop in it and breaking your piston. Uh, Cause that happens, <laughs> you know, dumb shit like that. Just let me know, hit me up uh, and we can record it. And I'm trying to do, I don't know if I want to do it once a month or once a week or every other week, but we're going to do like a moped fail Fridays. So everyone gets like, you know, a little story on Friday to make you feel better about all the times you blew it. All right, cool. Hit us up later. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. I don't know. Like touch a flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh, boy. Wah, wah, wah. 